1: Welcome back to our number two of episode 87 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. This is our Mother's Day show, our 2017 edition, and we've been talking to all sorts of moms. You know, it's interesting how, you know, Moms are supposed to be against guns, right? Haven't you heard that group's name? Moms demand action. Moms against guns. Moms say guns are bad. Who says they're supposed to be, though? That's the thing. Exactly. Thank you for saying that. You know, just because one person's opinion is that, you know, maybe guns don't fit in their home or in their life. Somehow that means that, you know, what's good for them must be good for everyone. How is that? I mean, that's that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works, right? So with all of the negative shaming voices out there from people who look down their noses at moms who are responsible and safely armed citizens, it is refreshing to meet a whole host of ladies who understand that protecting our children is the reason to be safely and responsibly armed. So... Our next guest is Miss Linda Walker. Now, Miss Linda is uh, one of 13 women who currently sit on the NRA Association's uh, Board of Directors. And in her home state of Ohio, she is the vice president of Buckeye Firearms Association. She lobbies in the Ohio State. House for Gun Rights is a firearms instructor, having instructed over 2,000 students in the safe handling of firearms while instructing concealed carry classes. She enjoys working on legislation, politics, and campaigns, doing public speaking engagements, and in her spare time, you can find her at her local range. She and her husband, Jim, have been married for 39 years. Years. They have three patriots for sons, three awesome daughters in law, and three wonderful grandkids who also enjoy shooting. Miss Linda, are you with us? I am. How are you? Wonderful. I'm so glad that we finally been able to work our schedules out together yeah. to bring you on. And I think the first thing I want to say is you know, I, I thought I heard somewhere probably CNN or something, that the NRA was just a bunch of bearded white guys. And, uh, (laughs) you know, you're telling me that there's 13 women who sit on the NRA board of directors? What's that about?
2: Oh, well, I don't know. You know, we're trying to dispel that myth that, you know, NRA is not all old white guys. And uh so, you know, we keep adding ladies to our numbers, which we added a couple more with this past election. And you know, there's a lot of um activities that NRA is gearing towards women. Uh I've seen a huge change, I mm-hmm. guess would be the word, mm-hmm. in the six years that I've been on the board. And, um, you know, uh, thank God for Wayne, you know, he is, he's out there pushing it, you know, he's figured out, too, that women are the largest segment of the shooting society, so we're working on that.
1: It's so true, and he and his wife, Susan LaPierre, are a powerhouse duo, because, you know, she has really uh, taken the mantle of, you know, the Women's Leadership Forum uh, we had a summit last year where we a bunch of us came together and just brought some amazing speakers together and just talked about issues that aren't necessarily just women's issues, uh, which is one of the things that I think gets lost. You know, it's important that yeah. that we do focus and welcome in this demographic that, you know, just kind of automatically has that response like, oh, the NRA, that's for men. You know, so it's good that we're, we're fostering this, this entry of women to help them understand that there's a place for them and they have their own special role. But that really, the Second Amendment, those are civil rights, those are human rights, those are for everyone, right?
2: right? Uh, well, absolutely. And, you know, when I ran for the NRA board, well, uh, it would be seven years ago that I ran. I actually ran on the platform of bringing more women into the fold, not only as shooters, but the Second Amendment as a whole. Because when I got involved in this issue, it didn't take me very long to figure out that as a female, we've got a huge, huge voice in um, all of this. And I've always said, if you capture the mother slash wife, Mm-hmm. You will capture the entire family.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, you know, I've also said, especially to my students uh, who I've taught and carry carried to, you know, I'll have men come to me and go, well, how do I get my wife, you know, to <laughs> want to shoot? Mm-hmm. Like, well, go find another pro-gun woman and have her take her to the range. This is now girls' day out, and they're going to have fun together. But, um, you know, going back to NRA, um, when I got elected the first time, um, I had talked to Wayne about, you know, uh, God love the women's leadership lunch, and my gosh, they raise a a huge amount of money for NRA, Mm -hmm. but we wanted to do something for the women who are coming to maybe their first annual meeting didn't really know what NRA was all about, but came, you know, with her husband, and that's where the Women's New Energy Breakfast was born from, that we could capture those ladies um, when they come to annual meetings, and it's worked out really well.
1: And that is a, a great uh, morning. It's a Sunday morning. It's the en- at the end of the show. I think we're all, like, so tired and bleary-eyed by then, <laughs> so it's just kind of a casual... You know, very small, very intimate way to connect with one another. And whether it's just, you know, other just citizens who are NRA members or whether it's a chance to say a couple of words with, you know, Susan LaPierre or Laura Carno or yourself. uh, You know, it's it I think it's a wonderful opportunity. And I'm really glad you guys you ladies <laughs> yeah. set that up. So, you know, when we were talking uh, at the show, you said you were an accidental advocate for the Second Amendment. How, how so? What does that mean?
2: You know, I, in 2004, Concealed Carry went into law in Ohio. For three years prior to that, i i had been a realtor and it didn't take me very long to figure out that hey this is a rather dangerous job where a stranger you mm. know can call me and tell me when and where to meet them in a home that i've never been into so as soon as concealed carry passed in ohio my husband and i got into our concealed carry class um ohio's law originally uh, to put it bluntly was pretty crappy And, uh, you know, it was just set up where someone trying to be a law-abiding citizen could accidentally become a criminal because of something stupid in our law. I got involved on a gun forum, me being me, I wanted to put a face to the people in which, um, you know, I was communicating with, uh, was not political yet picked a restaurant, uh, told the restaurant owner, here's who's going to be coming to it, put the information out there, invited the the state rep who had carried the concealed carry bill that passed, and now he was carrying the preemption bill and the cleanup bill to be my keynote speaker. As soon as Representative Athlanides agreed to, I had all these politicians who wanted to come to my little old event, and it was literally standing room only. Wow. Well, it was the Sunday before the general election in 2005. And a week later, I was invited to Buckeye Firearms leadership. Um, you know, they saw that, oh, here's someone who does something. And, uh, you know, my husband had told me, it's like, you need to be careful, you know, you're stepping into politics. And I was so naive. At that point, my answer to Jim was, no, I'm not. two months later, I'm in the state house testifying for that preemption bill. And I started going to the state house and learning and listening. And I liked it. (laughs) I found that I enjoyed the legislation, the political aspects of all of it. And, um, you know, I tell people if I I literally became an accidental advocate. I was not looking for a cause, mm-hmm. most certainly not the gun issue.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: cause literally found me and if, if it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone who will allow it.
1: That's so true. So you're you're a mom, you're a realtor and... <laughs> You know, now you're on the board of the NRA, the board of directors of the NRA, and that really is an encouraging story because, you know, a lot of times people think, oh, well, that's a completely different echelon, right? Or maybe you have to know law, maybe you have to be a lawyer or have some special training to even, you know, use your your voice in any realm, just even going to the legislature like you did. A lot of people, they're too intimidated to even do that sure. and so um, I so appreciate your example well I want to um, talk about something now that I just think is, is so incredible and I wanted to put it in your introduction but I, I didn't want to not talk about it with you that you have recently been appointed to a special second amendment council yeah. that aids the Trump administration like um, what? This is awesome.
2: Pretty wild, huh?
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> well, it is funny because um, Breitbart put an article out, like, the day before the November elections. I was moving at that time. So, you know, I wasn't doing email, wasn't reading articles. I was moving, and um, I had sat on the Ohio Uh, second amendment coalition for the Trump campaign Mm -hmm. and so I fast forward to January I'm at the NRA board meeting and the first morning I come down to breakfast and two ladies congratulate me and I'm going for what (laughs) Uh, Well, you're on you know President Trump's 62 member second amendment coalition I'm going no 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 I was on the Ohio they're going oh no so she pulls up this article with Breitbart, which listed all sixty-two people, and I'm going, oh, so okay then, Chris, right? <laughs> ah, yeah, I see Chris Cox because Chris and Donald Trump Jr. are the coaches. I see to Chris. It's like I didn't know until I got here. <laughs> I was one of the 62 and he goes well I asked you if you wanted to be and I said well I thought you were talking about the Ohio thing and he goes well is it okay I'm going yeah because secretly for two months I've been wishing I was on this so that's how I found out um, (laughs) it's a great story Uh, yeah go figure and you know of course right now our president is still trying to get his cabinet confirmed and you know everything else that's you know going on with getting his administration set up but but, uh, yeah I'm pretty honored you know there's some pretty heavy hitter second amendment people of that 62 and to be part of that it's kind of a big deal, I guess. It's a
1: very big deal. I am just so excited, and uh, and like you said, you, you guys haven't had a chance to to really gel or or do anything just yet. But we're we're at like day one hundred and ten or something like that of of uh, Trump's presidency. So there's time. There's there's time. Um, you know, we got to start wrapping up. But you know, something that I've been asking uh, some of our other moms is that, you know, it seems like having a uh, pro-rights, pro-Second Amendment president is, it's wonderful. Of course it's wonderful. But I think that we're having a little bit of a a negative effect in the fact that I think that, that people that should be, you know, caring more, doing more, speaking out more, are like, oh, no, the president's got it. We're good. I can just have a nap. And and they don't have to fight no. every single day like our opponents that are trying to whittle away at our rights. What do you say to people to help them understand and to realize that there's no nap time here?
2: We cannot let apathy set in. And too many people get apathetic when, you know, we've got a good administration that... You know, we know that President Trump isn't going to do harm to our Second Amendment. So, you know, people just kind of sit back and they take a sigh of relief and go, we're good. Mm. Well, you know what? Bloomberg didn't stop because Trump got elected. The Charles hasn't stopped. The Brady's haven't stopped. I mean, they're all out in force. And, you know, now is the time that, you know, we're going to have elections next year. You know, in Ohio, all of our statewide uh, offices are elected, and I imagine a lot of other states have statewide elections. But U.S. Senate seats. um, If your listeners have U.S. Senate seats that are coming up, They need to get out, start working on those campaigns for the pro-gun legislature um, because President Trump's probably going to be appointing, hopefully, two or three more Supreme Court justices. The Mm -hmm. Senate is who confirms those. And um, so we cannot rest on our laurels just because we've got a good, Uh, president now. We've all got to be all in because the Bradys are.
1: Absolutely. And uh, I did want to talk about your family really quick before we go because this is our Mother's Day show. You know, in the lead-in I said you had three patriotic sons. So tell us what you mean by the fact that you raised three patriots.
2: I am so proud of my three sons. Hmm. My oldest one has been active duty Army for over 10 years, so on 11 years, and, um, you know, multiple deployments. He's been deployed four times, uh, three is infantry to Afghanistan, and um, my youngest son is an Army reservist. He's been in for pushing six years now. He's currently deployed overseas. I, I can't say where. Um, my middle son is a police officer, so all three of my kids, you know, they, they have dedicated their lives to a life of service to our country as well, and, you know, my daughter-in-law, all three of them are awesome. I could not have asked for better women to marry my patriotic son, Aww. you know, they're all very conservative. They all, you know, love their guns because we taught them that. They <laughs> all carry. Um, and even my grandkids, you know, my 14-year-old granddaughter, when she was 10, you know, how parents ask, what do you want for Christmas? Her answer was an AR-15. So, it was uh, a what? An ar An AR-15. An- <laughs> She knows she I knows love it. And I bet
1: she doesn't think that AR stands for Assault Rifle. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> she knows that AR stands for Armalite.
2: Uh, yeah, pretty much. And, <laughs> you know, so my husband built her one, and uh, we gave it to her last summer. But, you know, even when Sandy Hook happened in 2012, this was a child who was almost 10 years old. She listened to the media And she goes, why are they blaming the gun and not the criminal? Oh, my
1: goodness. I'm so proud right now.
2: Well, you know what? It all comes from the home. Mm -hmm. Your kids learn what you teach them. Mm -hmm. And if you teach them to grow up to be good patriots and respect our Constitution, that's exactly what they'll do. I you can't wait that. until they get in college because, by God, they'll get indoctrinated.
1: Absolutely. It really does start in the home. And, you know, I want to say that, you know, when we thank our service members for their service, that sometimes we forget that really the entire family is serving because, you know, yeah. you're you've got to be sitting over here and their wives are sitting over here worrying you know and hoping and praying that that everything goes well and so i just want to thank you and your entire family for your service to our country um thank you and um so and and did you mention the son that's in law enforcement
2: yes
1: okay yes
2: we have zero stress in our
1: family. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um,
2: so how do
1: people follow all the things that you do? I mean, the Buckeye Firearms Association, the NRA. Yeah. Like, So uh, kind of give us the rundown, how we can uh, t- clue in and tune in and see what's going on with Linda Walker. Yep, yeah,
2: buckeyefirearms.org. And, um, you know, I suggest go on the website, and there's a link there that, you know, we actually send out a newsletter um, a couple times a week. But we have brand new articles on there every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So anything that's going on in Ohio, gun-related, and not necessarily just in Ohio, it's there. As far as NRA, if you're not getting the NRA ILA Institute of Legislative Action email, go in there, sign up for it, nraila.org. This gives you across the nation, you know, what's going on in Mississippi, you know, legislatively, what's going on in Arkansas, you know, all of the states. If there's something happening, it's going to be on there. And, um, you know, the important thing there, too, is federally, if MRA or even Buckeye Firearms goes, hey, you need to contact your representative or your senator right now, they're not blowing smoke like some groups do. They honestly need your help at this moment with whether it's an email, a phone call, a fax, or whatever. To, uh, your rep or your senator because we need some action right now.
1: Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Linda Walker, thank you so much for taking the time and being on here with us and I hope you have a wonderful and relaxing and blessed Mother's Day.
2: Thank you so much and to you and all the moms out there also. Husbands, go buy your Go buy her a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I like, it.
1: Well, we say buy a gift certificate, and then she gets to go shopping for her gun. So that's a Absolutely. double win, right? <laughs> yes, yes.
2: That's a win-win all the way around. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. All Bye. right. Well, we got to have her back on again. She has got so many plates spinning, and I want to hear more about that gift. Uh, that Uh, Second Amendment counsel for the Trump administration once they really get up and running. Okay, well stick around because on the other side of these messages, we're going to talk to one of my favorite moms who happens to be my daughter, Cassie Todd Jameson, right after this.
3: When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt,
1: don't touch
2: run away tell the crone don't touch run away telecom. welcome
1: back to gun freedom radio where we engage we educate and we inform and sometimes we dance in the studio and we do when the Eddie Eagle song is playing we do. Uh, We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, we are excited now to introduce you to our next guest, our very own daughter, Cassie Todd Jameson. She's in studio with us today. She is the manager of our auction house, Pot of Gold Auction. She handles all of the social media for AZ Firearms, Pot of Gold Auctions, and Gun Freedom Radio. She's married to Jason Jameson, who Danny refers to as his best friend. Awesome which guy. Kind of nice to be able to do that. And uh, she has; they have a beautiful daughter, little Miss Raylan. Awesome. Uh, Cassie has grown up around firearms and understands the importance of the Second Amendment as well as gun safety with having a child in the house and that must be why we are playing the Eddie Eagle song welcome to the show Cassie
4: thanks for having me
1: absolutely what is this the third or fourth time you've been on
4: Mm, fourth Fourth I think
1: well plus you have bragging rights as far as uh you know that which show has been listened to the most
4: I do I do. My shows are the most popular. It's true. <laughs> what, what is weird I don't know then? why, but they seem to be. Is that the one where
5: you put the Ferrari in it? We, no, know,
4: that, like $2, that $2, was $2, 000, pre maybe. pre this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah,
1: so with the auction house, we were on uh, somebody else's radio show, and they said, you know, what was one of the best things that ever sold in the auction? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. And
1: so we did have a Ferrari that we sold, but, her, you know, the words came out wrong when she said how much, and so... You said it was like twenty five hundred bucks or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. It <laughs> so did we not get so severed. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get to rip Oops. her a little bit with that. So I definitely want to um, you know get into the the Eddie Eagle and what that is. Um, but first, I wanted to say you came with us to the NRA annual
4: meeting. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so much fun! It was so much fun in Atlanta, Georgia, and it was your first time going. Yes. It was and all- i thought shot show was fun and it's got nothing on the NRA meetings. Now why do you say that? I don't know. It's a smaller, it's like little shot show um, but it's almost like summer camp for the NRA family <laughs> and community and it's it so it's smaller um, there's more people. It's like you know, shot show's very much the distributors. Um, it was it was just fun. It the NRA TV booth is right in the middle of the action so you get to you're close to the NRA TV people, and they're so friendly and just, it it's just awesome. I love it.
1: Well, I love hearing you say that because, again, you know, we're talking about how, oh, wait a minute, I thought the NRA, like I'm sure I saw on one of the, you know, MSNBC or something that it's just a bunch of, you know, old bearded white dudes. Nope. And I just can't see my 27-year-old daughter coming here saying, it was so amazing if it's just a bunch of old bearded
4: white dudes. Yeah. Far from the truth. I
5: didn't see that many. Well, just maybe me, but there wasn't that many (laughs) old people there at all. It was a very good mixture of people.
4: Yeah,
1: totally. A lot of
5: families,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of brings me to the point of the the Eddie Eagle, because you know the NRA they catch a lot of flack for being just the gun lobby, right? Mm -hmm. But they really are the largest firearm safety education organization. In the country, maybe in the world, and you visited a booth there that had these adorable little winged creatures. The wing team, the
4: Eddie Eagle wing team. <laughs> because, you know, your daughter? Yes, so uh, Raylan is almost three. She'll be three in July. And I was kind of wondering, like, when do... You, of course, we talk about it all the time, even when she was a baby. But, like, when do you really start that process of this is a firearm, this is a tool, don't touch it unless we're around, and you have permission, when do you kind of start that and what's the best way? And, I mean, we had an Eddie Eagle class at the AZ at AZ Firearms uh, a year or so ago, um, and Raylan was too young for that still. But, so at the booth they're just giving out the the dvds um so we showed it to Raylan uh last night actually and she calls them the tweet tweets because they're all birds (laughs) it's the wing team um and after watching it one time she had already had some of the lyrics down to the stop don't touch run away tell a grown-up so i was impressed because she could do that but um she wanted to watch it again, so it's entertaining. We watched it four times. <laughs> Thankfully, the video is just over eight minutes because we watched it four times. Um, but I think it's very valuable for kids of all ages. Um, you know, I mean, I, of course, I think she will need to watch it several more times as, as uh, life goes on to fully understand what we're not touching. Mm-hmm. I think she's still a little early to understand that. But the fact that the song's been ingrained now in her head, mm-hmm. I think that just helps that conversation that we'll have later on when we watch it again.
1: Well, reinforcement of anything that, that all of us are learning at any age is important. Right. And clearly she enjoyed it. And clearly it's yes. not like you have to like say... Sit here and eat your peas and watch this right. show that you don't like, right? Are we
5: sure that it wasn't Cassie that wanted to watch it four uh, times? Maybe because
1: <laughs> it's about that song. It gets in your head, doesn't it? Does it?
4: it does. But so when I was in school, we had these creepy clowns come to our school, and I say creepy because <laughs> clowns terrify
1: me. Not but everybody thinks clowns are creepy. Creepy Cassie. clowns
4: came to our school and told us about. Are you part you know, of the
1: anti-clown coalition? Ah, uh,
4: yep. <laughs> Yep. Okay. So go on. Um, so they came and they talk. You know, they talk about matches and fire and guns and um, even water safety. But when I was a kid, it was stop, don't touch, leave the area, tell an adult. Mm-hmm. And so even with having singing the Eddie Eagle version to Raylan, I kept changing up the words because it was so ingrained from these creepy clowns coming <laughs> to our school telling us these words that it worked because I'm 27 now and I'm still repeating it the way that I heard it instead of the Eddie Eagle way so I think it works now my parents you guys um, really instilled gun safety it wasn't just because of the creepy clowns that showed up at school it was because you guys worked with me and I understood Um, and I had grandparents that also had firearms that understood and uncles that understood And ants, So it wasn't just the clowns. It's not just Eddie Eagle. It's the parents too have to be involved and share that. You can't rely on Eddie Eagle to teach your kids everything, but it definitely helps.
5: Well, when I was a kid, they taught you pick it up, take it apart, clean it, put it back together, and put it in a safe place.
1: Oh, yeah. My dad never taught me that. We played the girl card on that a little bit. We're like, (laughs) I don't know how to take my gun apart or clean it.
4: (laughs) very bad but I don't
1: (laughs) we're gonna have to work on that that's uh so you know how you know you've already talked about you're gonna have to keep reinforcing the Eddie Eagle with Raylan and uh talking to her you know you and Jason it's a little different in our family because she's at our store a lot and there are guns of every shape and size and they're on the wall and they're in showcases and then there's like a cannon in the middle of the floor And so, you know, I don't that's going to be just a little bit interesting, different twist, I think, on the whole.
4: It might be. But I mean, yes, we didn't have AZ firearms when I was growing up um, in elementary age and younger. But we had family members that had guns everywhere. Dad had guns everywhere. Grandpa had guns (laughs) in very odd places. But I just somehow I got through life and I understood. Don't touch. I. Baby sat at um, Uncle Tim's house all the time, and he had guns in places. And guess what? None of us shot ourselves because we knew these guns are tools. And, yes, he had them up where the babies couldn't get to them, but I knew where they were. It's and It's age knew, appropriate. Right. right. And because everybody – we didn't talk about them. We talked about them. We didn't let them be this mysterious thing that was sitting in a gun safe or up on the counter. It was part of our discussion, part of life. And they are a tool, and we had no reason to touch them unless we needed to, and thankfully we never needed to. So I wish that your husband Jason was here in the studio with us. Uh, but he has what we like
1: to call a real job. Those of us that are self-employed, you know, we always think mm-hmm. people that are <laughs> you yeah. know employed by other people have what we call a real job. Yeah, um, but. You know, he didn't. He wasn't raised around guns.
4: Not really. I mean, there were guns. Like, they may have had a gun, but he was. um, He's an Eagle Scout, Boy Mm -hmm. Scout. Mm -hmm. So he had. We were just talking about this uh, a few days ago. He had to get his rifle merit badge, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, they learn gun safety there. Um, But that's that's like one time. We were just talking about like, have you ever been through a gun safety class? And he's like, I don't think so. But wait, no, I had to have because to get your Rifle Merit badge. But that's years ago. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, we have to do better, too, about educating ourselves, even though we know the five safety rules or three, depending on who you look at. um, It's important. And, you know, but he remembers in Boy Scouts, they taught that. Whether they teach teach that now, I have no idea. But. You know, I never was. I actually, I was more
1: of a Boy Scout than I was a Girl Scout because my (laughs) older brother was a Boy Scout. So I learned all the stuff he learned (laughs) vicariously, right? Yeah. Um, So like, have you and Jason sort of talked about, all right, so how are we going to kind of use the Eddie Eagle thing? And then like, how are we going to expand on it? Or is that just going to, you know, is that still unfolding as Valen's getting older?
4: I think that that will come with time because each kid is different. Each person's different. Each, you know, you learn in different ways. Um, So I think we have to understand who Raylan's going to be Mm. before we can really decide this is how we're going to teach gun safety in our house. Mm -hmm. Outside of the five gun safety rules, I think you have to know the child you're working with to a certain degree on what they can handle. Just like, you know, I was babysitting three kids at 10, I think we figured Mm -hmm. out. (laughs) Not a lot of 10 year olds could handle that. Right. So I could, but not everyone can. So I think you just have to look at each kid. Um, Kind of based off of what they can handle. Um, But, I mean, guns are going to be in my house. That's just the way it is. Um, Mm -hmm. Jason's okay with that and is on board for that. And Raylan will figure that out. She will be a part of that conversation. um, Absolutely.
1: Right. And then when she gets old enough to start having friends come over and that sort of thing... That's um, the
4: that's the tricky part. Mhm. How I mean, we know to lock them up and put them away, but that conversation uh with other parents because some family members and friends aren't so gun-friendly. They're not bashing or anything, but they're just unsure. So figuring out how we how we maneuver through that will be interesting and to figure out what's the best Direction. Well, I mean, I'm going to share the Eddie Eagle thing with everybody, but. Right, with the big AZ
1: firearms uh, decal on the back of your camper is probably going to give other parents yeah. a little bit of a clue. Yeah, we'll
4: see. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not going to be like a we'll big see. reveal. So right. uh, I want to talk to you about something. Right. Like we have guns in our house. Like I think you're right. going to have to skip that or get to skip that hole.
5: But you also hmm. have steak knives and outlets in your house too. We do.
1: Yes.
6: Ooh. Yeah. Wait a minute. And a chainsaw in the garage. Right? Yeah.
1: So, you know, it's just another tool, and I yeah. think that's uh, the way that, that we think about it. But, you know, you, Miss Cassie, are part of uh, this particular generation. Mm. Uh, You're going to say the M word. I'm going to say the M word. Millennials. Mm. And yeah. so a lot of your peers, a lot of the people that your child is going to go to school with, their parents are of this millennial generation and and they've (laughs) they have given themselves a reputation many of them as being snowflakes which means what what does snowflake mean to you what does millennial mean to you and why are you so trying
4: to embrace millennial and make it my own Mm -hmm. because we have people like um the conservative millennial she's on instagram and i think she shows up on the blaze tv and things like that so she's helping pave the way for this Mm -hmm. uh And Turning Point USA. Turning Point USA is huge, yes. Um, But for me, like a snowflake is someone who is easily offended, can't handle awkward or uncomfortable conversations, and wants the government to fix everything for them. And that is not me at all. I mean, I'm not easily offended. I like to have... Confrontations every now and then. Civil. I always said you should have a lawyer. Civil arguments. What? I don't know. Civil arguments. Not with you though, Dad. No. Whatever. Never. No. In this
1: corner we have Dad. In that corner we have Cassie. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. They they spar quite a bit verbally, but you know I think that that's, that's good and and healthy debate is good, and I think that more families could benefit from you know, showing even the next generation. This is how you disagree?
4: Absolutely, and like Antonia Okafor of Mm. Empowered is a huge example of that. Her family does not agree on politics or gun uh, gun rights, and they figure it out. I mean, you know, she has to learn how to figure that out. um, Just like we, I mean, I have to learn to figure that out with some of my friends, um, some people that I... um, family members how we maneuver through this conversation without people's feelings getting hurt but like you said we uh, we are huge um we have a huge visual of we are definitely pro 2a because we have the store and dad's truck is wrapped with a big old firearm on the side (laughs) and the back of my truck also says az firearms and we wear az firearms hats and t-shirts all the time so uh, yeah we there's no secret there
1: it really isn't, and that's probably good because then the people that really don't want to engage us can just kind of like sidestep down yeah. the other hallway when they see us. Yeah. Coming.
5: Yeah, a friend of mine told me yesterday, he says, You're going to California again? And I go, Yeah. He says, And you're taking your truck? And I go, Yeah. And he says, Don't you get a lot of tickets when you go to California? <laughs> and it's just the opposite. Right. They, they come out and say, Hey, thanks. Can I have your card? And oh, I wish I could have guns. Oh, I wish this. <laughs> I wish that. But we don't get any of that negative. So yeah. I know. it's nice. kind of cool.
1: Well, I mentioned as I was introducing you that you are the manager uh, or team leader we like to call. Yes. Uh, our our leaders uh of potofgoldestateauctions.com. It's
4: potofgoldestate.com. Oh, pot oh, oh, mom.
1: potofgoldestate.com. S- no, I did that on purpose so I could set you up to um, no, nobody's buying that. Nope. so uh tell us very quickly because we're running out of time a little bit about uh pot of gold estate auction and um also since you are social media for az firearms just
4: how can people follow uh the work that you do well we our auctions are for the first and third tuesday of the month we have special saturday auctions all of our auctions have guns coins jewelry art collectibles uh, we kind of say the finer things you'd find in a home, cars, boats, you name it. We've got tons of stuff. Um, and you can follow us at podofgoldestate.com. On Facebook, we're Pod of Gold Auctions. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Um, AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona, as you say. Nicely done. Um, we are at just that, azfirearms.com. You can go AZ Firearms for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um yeah, and then you also take care of the Gun Freedom Radio Twitter and Instagram. Yes, and that's just Gun Freedom Radio. You can find Instagram and Twitter. You handle the Facebook, though, so you get that title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do, and that, that is fun for me. But you created a, a newsletter, actually, for Gun Freedom yes. Radio that you've been sending out. It
4: goes out every month. And how would people give us
1: their, their email address for that? You, you go to the gunfreedomradio.com website. Yes. And uh, there's a
4: prompt there to, to subscribe. Um, or you can just email Cheryl at gunfreedomradio.com saying that you want to be added to the email list. Either way, we'll get you there. Absolutely. Well, we've got to wrap up, but Happy Mother's
1: Day. Happy Mother's Day. That's
5: weird. Happy Mother's Day to both of you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you. And uh, thank you for coming on and, and talking with us and encouraging people about... The Eddie Eagle program because you know you you're living it out in real time right now with yes. like a two and a half year old mm-hmm. and she's getting it
4: she is and she's able to st- how far does she get with the song when she, she repeats it well this morning she woke up and we said good morning and then she said stop don't touch I'm go up <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so that's how she sings it we're working but she loves the stop don't touch part that's been on repeat. That's In her brain. So fantastic. we're getting there. I love it. I love it too. And that's how I sing almost all my songs. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get to the chorus line. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Cassie Todd Jameson of Pot of Gold Auctions, potofgoldestate.com. I got it right. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. You too. All right. Well, oh, stick gosh. around. We've still got One our Responsibly way. Armed Citizen Report.
2: Sorry.
3: Come listen to the Self Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. The Second Amendment Foundation is the organization that protects our right to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Now they need our help. Go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation today.
6: Dedicated to promoting a better understanding of our constitutional heritage to privately own and possess firearms. Support those who support our Second Amendment rights today. That's saf.org.
1: Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. You know, we have over 1,200
5: guns. How come we keep saying it's the biggest little?
1: Because we have such a small footprint, such a small square footage. What are we, about 1,000 square feet? And yet, we have how many guns, did you say?
5: We have 1,200 guns. When people come in, we ask them to hold them for us because we don't know <laughs> where to set them down.
1: Nice. Nice. <laughs> Could you hold this while you're in <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. I love it. That is why we are big in inventory, little in size. So... Anyway, in our previous uh, segment, of course, we were talking with our daughter because this is our Mother's Day edition and she is a mom now. And we were talking about the Eddie Eagle program. And, uh, you know, that song's going to be in your head now for who knows how long. So you're welcome. But because uh, <laughs> it really it just loops. But it's brilliant uh, because when a two and a half year old wakes up the next morning uh, after seeing the video for the first time times four because she wanted to watch it four times and that's the first thing that comes out of her mind and out of her mouth that's powerful stuff
5: right you know it they may not remember everything about it but they'll remember something and then the next time they'll remember more so it's good and i think it's good for cassie to see it too it teaches her a few things
6: (laughs) at age 27 it's (laughs) also better than having to hear this every day (laughs) (laughs) it's a better lesson Thanks, James.
1: Thanks, James. Thank you, James. All right. Well, it is time for our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report.
0: Fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way.
1: Responsibly Armed Citizens use guns two and a half million times a year for self-defense and 200,000 times a year a woman prevents a sexual assault because she was armed. Somehow, we never hear these stories on the network news, so we are proud to bring them to you here on Gun Freedom Radio. Today's news story is another one for the people who tell us, with that certain tone in their voice, you know the one. You've either used it, or you've heard it. It's a mix of condescension and pity at our simple-mindedness this story is for them when they say to us just call the police if you have an emergency well we responsibly armed citizens are fine with calling the police it is the just part that we disagree with you know the word just as in that is our only option The police are wonderful, they're trained, they're good at what they do, but they are human and they can't magically appear the instant we need them. And that is how danger strikes, in an instant, in a rush, in a flurry. And it is designed to catch us off guard. That is what gives danger the upper hand. And danger would have had the better Of one Ohio woman as he lunged and tackled her in her own garage danger would have been successful in whatever evil plans he had for this woman and her family as he wrestled with her using his greater size and greater strength to subdue her to his will yes danger Would have done what he came to do and been long gone before anyone had time to just call the police. Only this Ohio woman knows her rights and knows danger's tricks. And she was able to stop danger because she is a responsibly armed citizen.
6: I am who?
1: The Newsman.
6: The Newsman. Woman feared for her life when she shot burglar. Bloomington, Indiana. Ohio. An Ohio woman said she was fearing for her life when she shot an intruder who tackled her after she discovered him in the garage of her parents' South Bloomington home early Friday morning. Anything could have happened by the way he lunged at me and I had the gun in his face and told him not to come out because I would shoot, said Kim Sinnott of Hamilton, Ohio. He probably thought I wouldn't shoot. About 1.30 a.m., the alarm went off in the house. We noticed the light on in the garage. We saw somebody walking in the garage, said Sinnott. The intruder opened up the overhead garage door and lunged at me and tackled me and we wrestled all the way over to my sister's car. He grabbed me and pulled me down and that's when I shot him and he ran off that way, she said. Pointing to the 900 block of Clayton Street where police apprehended the suspect. The, sp- the suspect was 21-year-old Mikhail B. Davis of Bloomington. He was taken to a hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. Authorities said he has been charged with one count of burglary and one count of battery. Police continued to investigate the incident, including whether the gun was registered. Senate said she was not injured, but quote unquote still shook up because i had my granddaughter in the house with my parents my folks aren't doing too well they're elderly the sisters were born and raised in the house where their parents still reside their parents added the alarm system after a previous burglary
1: wow wrestled her all the way across the garage to her sister's car and she had already drawn her gun on him right what would have happened if she didn't have that gun, right? And now the police are checking to see if the gun was registered. Yeah. Well, what state was that? That's Ohio. Ohio. Now,
5: I I don't know. Maybe some counties have it, but that's just you know what? Why?
1: I mean, uh, well, and you know, I I do know that the police have to do their due diligence just so you know they can answer any questions that come their way, and so maybe you know they they're just. Doing their due diligence But it's kind of like You know look This guy is not where He's supposed to be He's attacking a woman In her garage On her property I'm not sure why We're concerned about If the gun is registered
5: You you have to think about this How long does it take For somebody to do Damage to a person It it takes what 30 seconds Mm. That somebody could End somebody's life Mm. In 30 seconds Maybe let's give it A minute right Mm. And so even if you Could call the police Where, When and how could the police be there in less than a minute? It's impossible. It is impossible. time you call dispatch, the time you go through the whole process, even if the police officer is a block away, he's still not going to get there for minutes because it just takes that much time. Exactly. Uh, We are the first responders. We'll always be
1: the first responders. We need to be the one that takes action. Because just by the nature of it, we are responding. Right. To this person who's tackling us, right? right? Whether we've got a firearm or not, we are the first to respond to danger. So, why not uh, get trained and and make sure that we have every advantage to save our own lives and the lives of our families? And we, you know,
5: I do want to say I love the police department. I, I, I like the officers, they do a great job, and we need them, but we have to take responsibility ourselves first
1: right and there's a lot of police officers out there i think more and more speaking up that say yes please help us right we right. we value your help we've done stories multiple times where um, you know officers have been overwhelmed by the bad guy or guys and it was an armed responsibly armed citizen who came to the aid of the police officer
5: right that's happened several times now that is starting to come out of the woodwork you know i think a lot of that used to get ignored or put back but some of the press is starting to release that information i think we might be making some changes with the news and the reporting we're starting to hear a little more stories
1: absolutely and since we don't uh we don't have time for a commentary we can hear one more time from james (laughs)
6: Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I think that, that's Blade's favorite part of the entire two No,
6: hours. no, no, no. My favorite part is when Cheryl tries to do James Brown. <laughs> yeah, how, let's,
1: let's, how I'm do, retired. How do you do that, Cheryl? I, well, I'm, I'm, just, <clears throat> I'm good. Just, go ahead, Cheryl. Come on.
6: Well, you know, you know how to sing. do it. She said how, how to do it. You just <laughs> cough. <Yeah. laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah that's that's good. Like. No. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> good. That,
1: put a lot of soul in that, Cheryl nope <laughs> we might have to replace this uh, cover on this microphone now okay thank you <laughs> we've lost control thank you to uh, all of our wonderful listeners thank you to our guests thank you to Blade the Newsman appreciate you very much and you. all your hard work over there making the phone calls and spinning all the plates you got happening over there trying to keep me on time uh, thank you to Dan thank what? you Dan what What for not talking <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's great. No, For honestly, knowing his place. For knowing his place. No, I didn't say that out loud. Okay. Uh, well, I'm a mom because you and I are married. And so... so 32...
5: 32 years, four days, 762 oh, hours. Oh,
1: whatever. Okay. But no, thank you. I just want to thank everyone. Uh, and this is a conversation. Please keep the conversation going. We want to hear what you're thinking. You know, do you disagree with something we said? Tell us, but be respectful and, you know, logical about it. Um, if you have an idea for a guest or a story, please let us know. It's, it's important. You know, we know what we're thinking. We want to know what you were thinking. So until next time. Pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders.
5: All of them? All of them, Dan. How about the majority?
1: <laughs> Even the ones you don't like. Okay. Especially maybe the ones that you don't like. Be good to each other. Have a great week. And God bless.
0: <laughs> our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advanced beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.